0: slices, it dices, it makes all your dreams come true. The Creators Collective provides information not only on woodworking, but metalworking, leather, electronics and more. But that's not all. It also comes with three hosts to answer all your creating questions. Now, listen along as James Wright, Zach Herberholtz and William Walker fumble through answering your questions live each Thursday morning. Listen in now, and you can have this amazing podcast for the simple monthly installment of a Patreon subscription. But we're just getting started.
1: And we're back for another exciting week of the Creators Collective. I hope you are ready for a lot of fun, because I am. All three of us are in the Hangout, which is, like, weird.
2: (laughs) No guests this week. Doesn't happen very often. Actually, Will is our guest. Yeah, yeah, Will. Good
1: to have you on. I think you're the one we've we've guested the most.
3: That's right. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, you know, the most recurring guest on our show.
1: <laughs> you beat out pal Jackman by a couple. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I do want to say a huge thank you to our patrons on Patreon, particularly to Darren Mates and Caleb Harris. If you can make this too, you are helping make this uh, podcast better. So thank you for that. If you'd like to find out more about that, you can go to patreon.com slash creators collective. And you can also listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, where all the cool people listen to their podcasts. So let's uh, let's jump into this week. Zach, what you got going on?
2: Uh, Hammers. Oh,
1: I was hoping for deer in the headlights.
2: Uh, <laughs> no, I'm getting ready to fly up to Jimmy's place in a couple of hours, like one hour after we're done with this podcast. I got to head out to the airport. Going to fly up there and uh, assist some some people in teaching a blacksmithing course, so... Should be a Sweet. lot of fun i literally just grabbed because I, I sold a bunch of hammers to some of the people that are going to go there and i'm bringing some extras just to use so i literally just took like a handful of hammers in the bags and threw them in my luggage and like it's probably overweight with no clothes in there it's just full of hammers
1: <laughs> love to see the look on someone's the tsa's voice huh
2: yeah well somebody when they open it and try and you know steal something
3: I was going to say, uh, can you bring can you bring a hammer in your carry-on?
2: I doubt it. You know, if you can't bring five ounces of water on an airplane, I doubt they're going to let me bring a hammer on there. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it's not like they have, like, an intelligent protocol. So who knows?
3: Maybe if yeah. you're TSA pre. I don't know.
2: I am TSA. But I don't think it makes a difference. <laughs> they're going to put it through the thing and, uh, you know, look through it. Although I had something once. I can't remember what it was, but something – went through security that definitely should not have gone through security. And I didn't even know it went through security. And afterwards I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe this made it through.
3: I think it was a oh, bomb. Yeah. I think it was explosive. <laughs> yeah. I made it through. Uh, I made it through. A cocaine. An international fl- yeah. Cocaine <laughs> and C4. I didn't even know I had it in my bag. Uh, I made it through. It was an international flight, but the domestic uh, connecting flight to like, you know, the big hub, like Charlotte or Atlanta or something. Um, with my pocket knife that I always carry on me, like it, it was just second nature. You know, I woke up, put it in my pocket yeah. and, uh, and I got through security, I got through the first flight and then had to go through, you know, like the international security, like you have to, and I remember like standing outside, reaching in my pocket to grab, you know, whatever to put in the bin and, uh, yeah, pocket knife sitting right there. And I was like, uh Oh, and, uh, so I had to t- totally sketchily throw it in the trash yeah. They did that to me
2: or I think that, I think that's what happened. I think it was like a, a pocket knife or something. Yeah.
3: Cool. Hammers,
1: lots of fun. Yeah. I can't
2: <laughs> believe I'm not sick of making them yet. I've already cranked out 30 of them. Well, yeah, 29. So that's crazy to me. Like I just started doing this, I don't know, probably four months ago, but uh yeah, there's going to be a lot of talent up there. I know that this is like the dirty Smith is the head show up there and uh cliff yes. Dufton, who's the guy that kind of taught me how to forge hammers he's going to be up there helping out for a day or two and uh you know obviously brett's going spade 13 so should be a lot of fun uh i think chad from mancrafting is going to be there too We've got a hammer for him cool so yeah I'm excited Sounds excited like for too. some cool weather it's already back up into like the mid-high 90s here so we had yeah, like we three hit, days uh, 21 of last night uh, yeah wow. I just just under 80 man just come on it's November. Some hum- let the humidity let up. I'll be excited, too. It's funny. I went to... Uh, since I'm going to be up in, in New York and I'm really anticipating the weather and I don't own any, you know, decent clothing for that weather, I'm like, man, I need to go buy, like, some some double knee jeans, like some Carhartts or something so that it's just good for that weather and foraging and stuff. They don't have them anywhere. There's nowhere around here. Like, you go to all the stores and it's, it's nobody... There's, I don't know. I guess there's just no need so there's no supply. It's sad that you can't buy, like, pants here.
3: <laughs> I mean, unless you want, like... Choose X Florida rant.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: that's not for me. Yeah, we, we the made it five minutes. That one. <laughs> uh, what
1: about you, Will? What you got going on? Uh, well, to cold.
3: Yeah, I've got the sniffles. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I am... Trying to uh, make progress on the on this cherry shaker dresser that I'm building for a client. Um, I've got all of the panels for the sides and the divider glued up and planed down, and they're absolutely gorgeous, curly cherry. Um, and I've got the top glued up, and right now I'm just working on the sliding dovetails for the framework. Uh, hopefully I'll get that wrapped up today. I'm waiting on some drawer slides that should have been here like last week. Um, I don't know what's taking them so long. Uh, but after this podcast, I'm going to go to, uh, the hardwood dealer and pick up like a hundred board feet of Walnut Mm. for, yeah, for these, uh, bar tops. Um, the, for a friend of mine, um, they're like 13 feet long by 20 inches wide by 10 and a half feet long. By twelve feet, and then another lower bar that's like ten and a half feet. There's just it's a lot of a lot of million gluing in my future. I see. <laughs> uh, I uh, I just put out uh, a little Instagram banger video on my bandsaw. I was resawing some reclaimed uh, red oak. I think it's red oak, um, and it is my most engaged post on Instagram ever. Uh, so that was surprising i just kind of put it together because i love a finely tuned bandsaw and uh i put the video out on instagram of you know the bandsaw blade cutting like right on the line through the cut you know no drift and everyone's just kind of like whoa so that was cool um i also just put out a video on understanding the terminology when you go to a hardwood dealer um And that has been really well received Uh, talking about the difference between, you know, plain sawn or flat sawn, uh, quarter sawn, rift sawn, what we talk about when we say figure in wood, uh, medullary rays, what is a board foot, how to calculate board feet, uh, talking about, you know, measuring in quarters, four quarter, five quarter, six quarter, eight quarter, 10 quarter, things like that. Uh, And I got, I I did get the obligatory, uh, the imperial system is stupid comment on on the video so it, it like is
2: I'm, though i mean it really is like i i use it I, I didn't make it up yeah but it is stupid like we we made a push in the 80s to go to metric and we just gave up we just quit we <laughs> said nope this the this moving this up, moving man. the decimal point over stuff is way too tricky for us we want our fractions back
3: i know it's stupid but i i really enjoy the, the imperial system <laughs> <laughs>
2: I I mean I I go by it because I live in the states and everything else goes by it. But man, like every like metric is just. I found so the much answer better. to it. Just don't measure. That's <laughs> that is that is the the best. That's the best way.
3: I measure in potatoes. That's about three potatoes long.
2: Bob's. You got to measure everything in Bob's. There's a select few people that might, <laughs> might an old catch video. that reference. My grandma
3: still weighs herself in stone. So yeah. Well, she's Scottish though, so that's different. Uh, James what are you working on man
1: uh, this will be the last time you'll hear me say this but I've been working on the table
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: very very happy I got it all finished man the Tuesday. base on
2: that thing is so cool like it's like architecture I it really is, really like the base it on is that. a very derisive base
1: a lot of people look at it and they're like oh that is ugly and a lot of people look at it and say oh, that's cool and uh, it's uh, it, there are very few people who are middle of the road on it, it it's
2: I think it's Super cool. I mean, it's, it's unique and it's not, it doesn't look like every farmhouse table, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's very, it's arts and craftsy, but it's still like unique. It has mm-hmm. like a architectural like bridginess to it that I like.
1: Yeah, it's it's a design that I've been messing with in the back of my brain for years and just kind of pulling a little piece from this and a little piece from that. And I'm, I'm very happy with how it came out. And it fits the, it, if you, if you look at the base without the top, it looks very big and clunky, but then once you put the top on it, it makes it look much, much smaller all of a sudden because um, the top is twice the weight of the base, which is, it's still impressive. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's a beefy table.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we did uh Tuesday, we put the the finish on the top of the top and then later that day we carried it upstairs. And so I will be having that video coming out uh, Saturday. And that was, but um, yeah, I, I, I've been, ever since I carried the slabs downstairs with my dad, I've been trying to figure out how do I carry both slabs upstairs at the same time in one big piece? And so I've, I've been thinking through this for the last year and I've come to you know the, the best method I can possibly come up with. And I still had some, like, some questions of, are we going to run into this? Are we going to run into that? And everything in math came out to work well everything measured out to fit through doorways and turns we have to make but you never know until you get there and it came through and it was far easier than i expected we just picked it up carried it it was it was like three minutes at max to move it from basement upstairs and it was done so <laughs> we, we spent more time um talking through how it was going to be done than actually moving it
3: yeah sometimes you just gotta like do it you know like when you mm-hmm. when you mind f yourself you just gotta, you just gotta do it, you know. Well, I had this this yeah. whole
1: dance choreography uh, figured out for four people carrying the top, but uh, it was it was pretty straightforward when it's done. So that should be a fun video.
3: I'm about to start on another massive walnut top, uh, walnut top. But I've, I've been thinking about you and your massive top, and I'm like, how am I gonna move this stuff around? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: actually uh, installed chains in my ceiling so that I could flip it by myself. I did wow. that last week. So I, I can actually put a clamp on either end of the top and rotate it midair and put it back down. And so helps. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, hopefully I won't have to say that again. The top, the table is done.
2: So what's what's new for you guys? What do you guys have on the agenda? What are you excited about?
1: I actually get my shop back. I get to clean. Yeah. <laughs> my, my shop is like
2: twice as large as it used to be. Apparently. Any uh any like ambitious projects on the horizon?
3: Canoe guitar. Mandolin. That's going to be
2: an interesting build.
3: Which one? A, the a, canoe, a canoe and the guitar.
2: guitar. <laughs> yeah, same build, same thing. Spring, <laughs> you have you seen those those middle? guitar boats and stuff? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's I don't know. I keep uh I'm I, I keep toying with my you know whether I wanted to do, do the canoe first or a guitar first or start with like a mandolin something smaller. But then I don't know. But you yeah, gonna
2: do the fretboard and all that stuff. Oh yeah! Oh wow! You're into that fine yeah.
3: woodworking stuff, though. No, I cake. am into that into that fine woodworking stuff.
2: I'm into like cutting out, you know, rectilinear <laughs> shapes and sticking them together and being done. That's my thing.
3: Well, so uh, it's funny because you know I don't ever look that like inward towards myself, like of how other people kind of uh, perceive me. Um, but I'm part of this this Southern Woodworkers group on Facebook. Um, and somebody messaged me the other day and just said, "Hey, like I love your videos. We're part of the same group, um, and I know a lot of the guys in the group look up to you as this like fine woodworker, um, and they think that they could never achieve like the stuff that you do." And I didn't think I was that good. <laughs> like I, I think I'm okay. Like I'm, you know what I mean? Like, but I, I never thought I'd be perceived as like this, like really, really good woodworker. Because I see some of the stuff that the guys are putting out. I don't know. Do you guys ever have that? Like where people message you and kind of like shine a new light on the way people see you?
2: Yeah, every now and then. I just get the ones that say, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anytime
1: you start working in metal, though, you you get into a whole world of machinists and precision that just doesn't go into... No, I, I actually
2: I get I get a lot of positive mails, so that's good. I was being sarcastic. Usually, the comments are the ones that say you suck on my videos. Only or if like, I put it on Reddit. There's there's so many. What's yeah. funny to me is like how insecure some of those. You can just tell. Like I don't I don't care. Like I, I don't even. I, I, it doesn't faze me at all. But like you can see the comments. Like I get comments like, "Oh, you suck at playing guitar" or something like that, and I'm just like, "What." I mean, I don't, I don't care, but I'm like that you can just totally tell that that comes from like somebody's weird sense of either like depraved ego or like some sort of uh, insecurity or it's just, I mean, it's so like, I don't know. I, I just, it's interesting to me. <laughs> or it, I, don't, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I just, those comments are, I think they're kind of, they're sad, but they're funny, but they're sad. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
3: There's a there's like another. They're like thing. so
2: petty. They're like so ridiculously petty. It's just funny to me. I actually
1: keep a file of of the really good ones. The that are like uh, the death threats. Almost, I love those ones. Those are actually I don't a lot of fun. I don't think
2: read. I've gotten a death threat. I'm up for it though. So if anybody's listening, <laughs> feel free to threaten me on. um I don't know. Like so late. Like this last video like did really well. Um But I don't really. I don't know. I check the comments for like a day or two, and then I kind of tune out. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the next video I put out, feel free to threaten me. Like, I don't know. If that's a good one. I'll, I'll remember.
3: I don't know. Me and Matt Cremona had a smiley back face at f- the end.
2: <laughs> yeah. This good.
3: back and forth of, you know, amazingly terrible comments, you know, like, cause he'll post them on Facebook, uh, you know, like, Oh, got this one today. And it's, you know, somebody ripping him up and down for talking too long or, or something like that. Yeah. But, I don't know. Uh, I did see one thing in the in the in one of the Facebook groups I think we're all a part of uh, lately where somebody was posting something that they thought wasn't very good craftsmanship that was for sale and then some people came back in the group and responded like well why don't you just put something positive instead of trying to bring others down like mm-hmm. why don't you put up something that people can aspire to and I, I that that was really I was glad that people kind of took it that way instead of
2: if we can only do the same you know politically what a what a world!
3: Yeah, right. <sighs> cool. Well,
1: do we have any questions this week? I don't think we actually have any questions. <gasps> What's going on with this what world?
2: What was that? What? Oh, okay. Never mind. Something in the live chat that looked, at first glance, looked bad. I mean, it's bad. I don't. I'm just gonna stop talking.
1: <laughs> what do you What do you guys say we jump into the uh, the photo challenge? Because we haven't done that in was it two or three weeks now?
3: Yeah, it's been let's a while. Do it.
1: So uh, who who gets the prize this week? Because last time was from all three of us.
2: Uh, uh, I'm gonna be gone for a while, so I nominate somebody else. I
3: nominate <laughs> James. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good.
1: I've got uh, and I've got. If anyone wants one of my shirts, I only have a few of them left,
3: so I will. Uh,
1: I'll send out one of those. I'm probably gonna be getting a new style in here soon, but uh, you get to win one of the last few shirts that I have. So.
2: Retro. Uh Zach, what you got? Um wait, what are we doing the photo challenge right now? Yeah, so, okay um so God. I I I picked two of them. Look at that. Uh my choice, I'm gonna pull them up so that I can actually explain them. My first choice is um uh Brandy uh, Abe. I think I I think she had another good one a couple weeks ago. Uh she has this like rolling jig and uh it's just really cool. I mean, it's, I know the theme was cutting edge and there's, there's like sharp edges. It's not technically a cutting edge, but it's just such a cool picture. Like the angles are good. Uh, it's, it's, what it is, is it's, it's, um it's a tubing roller and it's rolling um uh, angle iron, but she notched it so that she could, it's a really cool, um, it's just really neat. I wouldn't have thought about doing that. And it looks really good.
1: It's taking me back to my master's work.
2: Yeah, you just do, do that, that
1: for a uh, um, square tube. We cut notches in three of the sides so that we could bend it around.
2: Yeah. Um, sounds, looks very laborious, but um, yeah. very cool. So that's my first choice. And then my second one, where'd it go here? My second one is uh, Justin Limoges or Limoges. I don't know exactly how to pronounce it. Um, I'm trying to pull up the picture on Instagram. Creators Photo Challenge. Yes, it is uh I don't know why my Instagram was so slow. Okay, here we go. Yeah, so it's just router bits. Um so there's the cutting edge, the, the lighting's good, the focus is good. It's uh it's a good picture. Yeah. Sweet. That's about all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Will?
3: Uh so I also picked um Justin Limogier, Limog- Limog- Limoges. at uh, however you pronounce it we've talked about it before um and he's actually messaged us uh how to pronounce it we still can't do it so um so we got that going for us uh, the router bits yep it's shallow depth of focus um just just a really nice photo uh and then my other one is little city workshop um and it's a photo of a chisel and some shavings and some uh and some chips i'd say uh and it's leading lines filling the frame it's a picture of a chisel so there's a cutting edge uh, it's just a it's photographically it's it's really really good so those are my two James how about you
1: um I'm gonna have to go with uh, frog legs craft shop at least I think that's what it is <laughs> but he has a picture of a draw knife um, and it's such a simple easy picture that uh you know this kind of cool with a with uh, a green leather background or teal leather background but a really nice um, draw shave that was handmade by someone at some point. That um, it, it spoke to me, and so I I chose that one. Uh, let's see, my other one was oh also uh, Brandy. Um, how do you?
2: What's the last student Abey. Stu-
1: yeah, Brandy. Abey. Uh, the bending the steel that took me back to my uh, my master's work and uh, the the sharp edge really is true because it's it is like a. A guillotine, there's no way to actually hold the piece without slicing yourself. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I like that one. So, thank you for that. Uh, which I think gives us a tie. Um, does it? Yeah. It does. And, Zach, you voted for both of them. So, you get to pick which one of Oh, the two. man. The bending <laughs> the steel or the uh, the chisel? No, it's the the, no, the, ra- router ra- the router bits.
2: You know, I think
1: Justin I or Brandy.
2: Think, I think I'm going to go it's so close but i think i'm gonna pick i think brandy just won like two three weeks ago she had that like kind of like gothic looking chandelier thing remember
3: oh yeah yeah yeah.
2: um so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna have to give it to justin because uh he hasn't won i if i find if i find out that uh brandy didn't win if she was a runner-up i'm gonna finish (laughs) her out of guilt but i think she won
1: Cool. Uh, then uh Justin, if you can send me a message uh Instagram, I can get your address and get one of those in the mail. Also need your shirt size. So,
3: but yeah. Uh I also want to throw out uh, an honorable mention um uh, to Clause Creations um because uh, I guess he works at the at the Grand's First Brooks shop Factory. They make the really awesome axes. Oh, uh, yeah. Um and he posted a photo of their throwaway pile, um, and it's it made me cry a lot. Um, but it was it was a really really great photo as well. Um, so check that out. I'll put it in the live chat. Um, but uh, yeah, if you guys, yeah, it's it makes me sad. There's like a hundred, you know, nearly perfect axes that didn't make the cut through uh, their quality control. They're just garbage now. And I would take all of them, but anyway, sorry I sound like Tom Waits gargling gravel, guys. I love Tom Waits. <laughs> nice.
2: We should get cool. him as a guest host.
3: We should get uh, yeah, Tom Waits, Nick Nolte. Who else has a fun voice?
2: Bob Dylan. <laughs> Who did? The, there was a skit. I think it was Family Guy. Did a skit of like Muhammad Ali, Bob Dylan, and Tom Waits like talking to each other. <laughs> that was awesome.
3: Uh yeah. that's funny. Yes. <clears throat> Where are Sweet. we? With- I don't know. <laughs> um like,
1: you, have, you put a joke of the week in there, Will. Why don't you read yours?
3: I did. So this is from ha- Hammer Bunny Workshop, uh, which I love that name. Um why aren't the Stanley number 40, 45 and 55 combination blades allowed into heaven? Because they have no souls.
1: mm, Nice. Nice, I like that one.
3: Yeah. Yep, there you go. <laughs> I,
1: I heard one this week that I had to I had to retell. Um, I like telling dad jokes. Sometimes he laughs.
2: That's good. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's too so bad. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: hmm. so if you have a joke you'd like us to tell, go ahead and send it to one of us and we'll, we'll put it on there.
2: Uh, uh, I think so it's we'll... turning
1: into my favorite section of the podcast.
2: What do you have what do you have coming up, Will? I want some, well, I, I want th- something exciting. Everybody's doing the same crap. Do something. What I are you just, guys doing? I,
3: What's new? Come on. I just told you guitar canoe. Which one? You, uh, Which one are you doing? Maryland. Uh probably guitar first. Okay. And then a canoe in the spring. What uh, are you doing your own like body shape? Of a guitar? Yeah. Uh I'll probably model it after, you know, some of the you should yeah, do a probably.
2: silhouette of your body as the body that of the would- guitar. That and then your be... head as the
3: headstock. God, that would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I just have this vision of like my head and like a really long neck and a portly acoustic dreadnought. You body can make
2: thing. the neck like a beard, like a duck dynasty, <laughs> like just make it you know pointy at the bottom.
3: Uh, wow. Well, uh, no, I'm probably going to uh, you know look up measurements that's that other people have already figured out to you know acoustically sound good um is it I'm gonna also... be a
1: 12 string canoe or a six
3: <laughs> uh it's gonna well, be six
2: histor- historically <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> canoes are
2: seven string uh, yeah unless it's so a baritone I'll, canoe
3: maybe i'll have uh, in the video i'll be playing guitar <laughs> in the middle of the pond hmm. and somebody would comment why the hell would you bring a guitar into a pond um <laughs> Yeah, so probably guitar first, just because it's getting colder here. So uh, I wouldn't be able to launch the canoe that I make until the spring anyway. You
2: should make ice skates.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's terrible. It doesn't get cold enough for Virginia. did you? Oh. Uh, uh, okay. All right, Zach, what are you working on? What's inspiring you? What's, like, your next big... Uh...
2: I don't know. You know, I've been trying to think of that lately, and I've really been, like, I've really been just enjoying myself forging st- uh, hammers and stuff. And there's some new designs that I want to do, but like, I know this is just like a phase that I'm going through. Cause I feel like every, every endeavor that I take in like the making, uh, you know, realm is, is always like short-lived. Uh, I'll get into something for a little bit and then I'll go back and I'll figure out how to tie it in. And that's kind of what I'm thinking right now. I'm like, okay, I'm learning how to like, learning how to forge stuff. I'm learning how like the system, getting comfortable with my press, and eventually I want to take that back because it, I think at the heart of everything, what really intrigues me is design. I know I've said that before, but I really like coming up with new shit, like new. I can't. I don't want to say like coming up with new shapes because that's not going to happen. But I mean, coming up with new ways of putting shapes together, I guess, is kind of what design is to me. And um, I think that that's always like that's my home base. And like I'm vacationing and I'm learning and I'm exploring all these different mediums. And the goal is to, to get competent in those and then bring them back into design. And uh, I, I don't know, I, I'm really like the big, the big game plan is to, I guess, to take some of this forging and then go back to like furniture. Cause I feel like furniture and design are just, it's, it's a furniture is a great medium to express design. And, mm. and the more, like facets of making that I that I explore I, I get those you know that that's a skill set that I can incorporate into design so at some point like and I'm, I'm I'm starting to get like the inclinations to go back and start doing some designing and some furniture stuff but um, I've really just been enjoying myself uh, forging lately cuz it's it's definitely the steepest learning curve of anything I've done it. You, you think it's easy. You, you get metal hot and you hit it and it moves. And uh, that really is it. That's all it is, but it never goes where you want it to. Like it's, it's, it's one of the most frustrating things because it's just not near as intuitive as you would expect it to be. So
3: I don't know. Yeah. What happened <clears> having <throat> you, you got a lathe and you turned a segmented bowl and some phallic shaped file handles and then and then i haven't heard anything about about the lathe are you going to get back into turning that was my last video man give me a break <laughs> um yeah i mean I, I don't know like i think
2: that I, I i don't i don't see like i don't look at tools and think okay i need to use this like i i i, I feel like i'm repeating myself but like um when it, normally what dictates the the process is the design if it's I'll, I'll come up with a design or something and i'm like okay what tools do i need to do this and the lathe has just been a tool that's found itself into some of my projects just just like the rest of them so i think the form comes first and then whatever method to uh, accommodate mm-hmm. that form is kind of the way it happens if that makes sense for me
1: we so go with uh, kurt Ziegler, who's in the, the chat said a spalted bird's eye live edge toboggan
2: nice <laughs> you have to do that like super artisanal yeah. and like ultra hipstery. Well, that video. that is
1: actually something I'm I'm thinking I want to try this this winter is to make a traditional uh, bent toboggan.
2: That would be a cool. That would be a yeah. cool video.
3: That would be cool. But
1: we'll see. Uh, especially with live oak, it would do really well. Uh, with uh, white oak, it would do really well with that. So.
3: Huh. Yeah. Do you steam bend the curl? The, yeah. The,
2: I think you'd have to. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a really cool video.
1: We'll see. But uh, what, yeah, I, I'm probably Paul Jackman take
2: should do that, and you know, since he's 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 kind of got like the Christmas monopoly, I think. That <laughs> flag lamp video is still like my favorite one.
3: Uh, I could just see Paul riding a bent toboggan uh, like gleefully.
2: Yeah, he <laughs> he's the man for the build for sure.
3: Yeah, sorry, James. <laughs> um, James, have you ever thought about <clears throat> like coopering? making a barrel oh, yeah. or something
1: no it's one of the have things you, i'd like have to, you coopered um, i i haven't done much i mean i've done i i did a small bucket a while ago with a with a, a twine wrap instead of steel wrap um and but i would like to actually get into making a, barrels and buckets with, with steel rings um but it's the steel work that i don't have the capability to do um, then there's also a, a whole series of tools that go into coopering because you have you know the cooper's plane which is like a four foot long plane that you mount the plane to the bench and you move your work over it uh, as well as the tools needed for uh, cutting the rim around the the top of the barrel and the the notch inside that the that the lid uh, clips into and a bunch of things like that that are very specific to making a barrel or a jug or something of that nature but yeah, I would like to. But now that right. the table is done, I think I'm going to be doing a bunch of little things. I, I like to do that. I'll do a big project, then I'll do a whole bunch of little things until I get tired of the little things. And then I'll dive into some big project that stalls for a while. And then I finally finish it, and then I'll go back to a bunch of little things.
3: I feel like I've got like a million little things that I need to do around the house that I just never finished. like Putting like little pieces of like custom trim up and stuff like that. I want to reorganize my office closet and building like a whole shelving system in there. Uh, but you know, the cobbler's kids doesn't have any shoes.
1: Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, let's talk about what's been inspiring us. Um, what are we watching reading? Well, what you got? It's
3: uh, <clears> a <throat> um, so green beetle. I know I've talked about him on the show before, um, but he is a, a pretty awesome knife maker. He makes really interesting knives, um, but he just put out a video uh, called That's Not Damascus. And it's a rant about people uh, that, you know, comment when he puts something as Damascus steel. They say that it's not Damascus um, because of X, Y, or Z. He put out this awesome video with like cited references about, you know, why it is Damascus. And it was just like for any like, of the haters out there that leave bad comments on videos, like Zach was saying, like it was the perfect response. And it just like, it was it was just really awesome, and it wasn't like it what it wasn't like mean spirited. It was just like a actually here's why it is X Y and Z, and goes through and like talks about why Woots uh, Woots Damascus is you know fell out of favor um, in India and the British Empire and just all this. It was is just really really good. It was a guilty pleasure to watch. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. What are, what are you guys uh, watching this is James
1: um, I have to go with uh, Johnny Brook, our, our past uh, co-host he I know put that out name. a yeah, he put out a video on a floating planter and I've seen a bunch of people do this uh, but he really showed a bunch of different ideas and where to get it and uh, made me want to build one so they're really cool um, just interesting if you don't know what it is it's a magnetic uh, electromagnetic base that then uh, will levitate a magnet above it. And so you can hold, I think it was 11 ounces or so on top of it. And so most people turned it into a planter. A bunch of interesting ideas came up with that thinking about what could I put on there? That's not just a planter. So yeah, we'll be seeing.
3: It's, uh, uh, didn't Kyle Toth do a similar thing with a segmented uh, bowl, levitating segmented bowl?
1: I think he did.
3: I mean, this is a while ago, but yeah, very cool. I watched that project too.
1: What about you, Zach? What you got?
2: Um, so I've been reading, I got a book on, uh, Gio Ponti, who's an Italian designer. Yeah. So there. <laughs>
1: cool. Well, yeah. fine. Then what's, uh, what's your uh, favorite?
2: He's, he's done, you know, like I don't like everything that he's done, but he's certainly done some really cool stuff. Um, and he was kind of one of the, one of those people that ushered in, um, kind of some like neoclassical, like early modernism stuff. Uh, he's he's done a lot of furniture, a lot of architecture, and uh, I don't know. It's pretty pretty cool. It's and plus it's always interesting to read. Uh, so I'm reading a book that's I don't. Know, it's not like a biography. I don't know, but it's just kind of talks a little bit about him, has some of his projects and stuff, and it's just interesting to learn how people approach things, what was going on in the time period. Like um, apparently, and you you learn stuff about other things when you read. Go figure. <laughs> um, so around this isn't like the early or like late 1800s, early 1900s uh, constructivism is something that it was just um, talking about, which was kind of a, something that was um, you can tell I'm trying to multitask right now. Um, So if you go to like, this is like something that was kind of a short lived uh, architectural style that was uh, like kind of popular when he was starting to do his stuff. And it's like the Soviets called constructivism architecture. And it's so cool. Like I never would have found this if I didn't weren't reading this book. So, uh, Google that. So you just kind of like you read, and at least for me, like I read and I find all these little tangents and avenues of other things to explore. And um, yeah, so constructivism architecture is pretty cool. It's something I didn't really know much about
3: until I started. Huh, cool. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Well, what about you, Will? Uh, didn't I already say green beetle?
1: No. What? Uh, oh, sorry. What? No.
3: What about you, James? <laughs> <laughs> what about, about you, Zach? What's your favorite tool of the week? <laughs> uh, oh man, uh, my favorite tool of the week is uh, an 18 by 24 flexible LED panel. Um, a company just sent me one to try out and give my thoughts on and review. And holy moly! Like I was kind of skeptical about how like soft the light would be and how you know bright it would be. Uh, it's my absolute new favorite light. It's um, it's awesome. It's flexible. It's waterproof, um, and it's flat, so you can put it you know right up against a wall if you are limited on space in the in the space that you're filming. Uh, yeah, just it's that's 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 my thing. That's what I got: eighteen by twenty-four flexible LED panel, and it's uh, bi-color light, so it's between 5,600 Kelvin. Uh, so you can match whatever. Ambient light, you're in. Uh, so it's yeah. How about how about you, James?
1: Cool. Well, uh, for me, I have to go with the appliance strap. Um, you know the the straps that you put across your your shoulders and they go underneath the appliance to someone on the other side, and they allow you to lift an incredible amount of weight. We used to use them. I did uh, appliance delivery for a, a store in in Wisconsin, and they make it much much easier. You know, two people can carry. Far more than they could on a dolly, but we had uh, two sets of these for four of us carrying the top upstairs, and they made it really easy. We just picked the thing up and walked away with it. It was didn't even think about it. It, it felt much much lighter than it should have. So yeah, definitely. Uh, if you're moving something big, think about appliance straps. All right. Did we skip you, Zach, or did you mm-hmm. have anything?
2: Um. Yeah. Mine is actually. This is really dumb, but um. These little like 3M. Like hand and nail scrubbers, I think they call them. It's like, it almost looks like a little grout brush. I'm sure they have them at every grocery store, but just keep that thing by your sink. Like, I always just have like pumice and like, you know, rubbed and blah, blah, blah in it. But like having an actual like short bristled scrub brush, like, gets a lot of stuff out of um, your fingers and nails. And that's kind of a weird choice, but it's kind of a revolutionary addition to my cleaning. To your hygiene. To my hygiene, yes. I, I think
1: you're turning a little bit too much Florida there.
2: <laughs> hygiene? No, not at all. <laughs> Cleaning myself? No. Cool. Of, yeah.
1: well, I think we have yammered on for long enough, so I do want to say a huge thank you to our patrons on Patreon and everyone who's helped making this uh, podcast better. Also, if you have if you would like to join us live, we do record every Thursday at 9 Central, 10 Eastern. And you can join us in the live chat, have your questions answered on air and um, participate in all the shenanigans that go on behind the scenes. So you can find that on youtube.com creators collective. And looking forward to seeing you there next time. Anything else before I go? I think that'll about do before it. Before we go? Yeah.
2: You're not just leaving us here. Are you? Yeah. I'm just going
1: to leave you in the lurch and you guys can carry on. <laughs> cool.
3: Now we know Hold who really up. runs this show.
1: <laughs> I think that'll about do it. All until right. next time. Have a wonderful day
3: later see you guys
0: thanks again for listening to the creators collective we publish weekly on thursdays in itunes stitcher and google play you can follow us on social media pages everywhere at creators collective we're also live streaming every week on thursday at 10 a.m eastern time just look up the youtube channel to join in on the fun of the live chat and get your questions answered live and until next time keep on creating